0: Welcome to the Church
1: in the Peak podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, visit churchinthepeak.org. Cap Sunday. So what I want Jackie to do is come and talk to us first and then George is going to come after that. Jackie is our Cap coordinator, Cap manager. And she coordinates all the CAP that we do as the church. So I just want her to give us a flavour of what she does and what it means for our community here. Give her a round of applause.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I just want to thank the Lord for the um, opportunity to go into people's homes and to pray with them. It's just really, really wonderful. And... um, Over the last 12 months, uh, I've been into the home of 13 clients altogether and been able to pray with them. And I would say, um, well, two two of those families are actually from the Chesterfield area, and they're both Christian families uh, that are attending a church, Redeemer King Church in Chesterfield. And I had a, um, a chat with uh, a meeting with the pastor of that church and now they're going, they're going to start a money course over in Chesterfield and in the future they're also going to start a debt centre, CAP debt centre for the Chesterfield area, which is fantastic news. Um, th- the other 11 families that are from the Matlot area, every single one of them is engaged with this church in other areas besides CAP. So they're either attending or they're um, receiving the services at Jigsaw Cafe or the Clothes Bank or the Food Bank. And we have one family that's attending the toddlers group. So every single one of them is um, engaging with the church. Um, I'd like to say a a really big thank you to all the befrienders that we have and all that they do. Um, The job that they do is really, really important because... After I've met with the clients, uh, three visits, I have with them every two weeks. Normally it's three visits anyway. Uh, The befriender goes on to keep in contact with the clients. And and they are the contact between us um, and the client. And for them, they have the opportunity to be able to share what we do here and about Jesus. And to just keep that contact. Um, It's not always easy. Not everybody always wants to keep that contact. Um, but they do a really good job. I mean, there's, we have one client who um, uh, was, is in, was in a really bad way. Obviously, he was in debt. Um, he got mental health problems. And he also has uh, physical problems, diabetes. He can't feel properly with his hands and feet. And he, was also partially, he is partially sighted. And his, when we got there, his home was chaotic, to say, uh, to describe it the, the least, you know. He had um, uh, sacks of paperwork in, in bin bags in his lounge that had been there for six years while he'd lived there. He'd got no curtains up in <coughs> his bedroom. Uh, the place really needed a good clean. It, there, was, there weren't light bulbs in the light fittings. So um, I have to thank... Steve, who's befriending him, and also Moira and Betty, the three of them, while I was speaking to him about his debts and about the paperwork that were needed, uh, went about sorting that whole flat out, and Steve putting light bulbs in and putting curtain rails up, and Moira and Betty cleaning the place, they just blitzed it, and uh, we did do one or two extra visits at his place, but... Um, they've really, really helped him in, in um, lots of practical ways. So so the job of befriender is a really, really important one. And it's. I do need more befrienders. So um, because the befrienders stay with the client and stay with the client till they're debt-free. So we're always... We have more clients. We're going to need more befrienders. So uh, if anybody feels led in that way, please do speak to me about it. So... Um, We've had uh, two two clients attending church. One of the, well, both of them asking Jesus into the life, and uh, one of them uh, has given a life to Jesus and hopefully will be baptized soon. And I did ask Nikki's permission to um, to say uh, that's name, and we're really really pleased that she, that she's having a wonderful time with Jesus now, as well. Yeah, we've also um, been connecting with. Uh, cap services in Ashbourne and in Belper Um, and hopefully next year we'll be able to run the money course uh, which will be run by um, uh, Linda and Terry Charker who run the services in Belper I'm hoping that we'll be able to put it on here when all the building's done and that I, I would really recommend to anybody I think Dave you used to help run the course didn't you in the money programme—it's really, really good—and it's not for people that are in debt. It's really to teach you about budgeting, and um, it gives you um, the facility to be able to have your own account on the internet with a spreadsheet, so you can put all your information in, and it works it all out for you about how much you should be going out and how much you've got to spare t- to spend and everything like that. I really recommend it. I took Nikki. On that course in Belpa uh, last year, which it was good, and you're using it, aren't you, Nikki? Yes, yeah, so it's really, really good. Um, I'd, I'd like to pray now as well for George because he's coming up now to speak to you, and I'd just like to pray that everybody is receptive to what he's got to say, and um, uh, hopefully you'll be able to respond to what yeah. he says. All right. Thank you. All right. Oh, yes, George, I do pray that. <laughs> so I just pray now in the name of Jesus that, um, uh, yeah, that, that what your, the word that's spoken out of your mouth uh, just falls on uh, soft ground, on fertile ground. And, Lord, I just pray that uh, for CAP, Lord, that it continues to flourish in all areas and that as that word goes out into people's hearts today... Lord, that there's more and more people will be able to, to give of themselves to CAP in whatever way is appropriate, in whatever way that you, Lord God, puts into their heart. And thank you, George, for coming here today. In your name, Jesus. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. You got- I am all marked up. Great. Well, shall we just quick pray? Let's pray. Lord, just ask that you'd anoint us by your Holy Spirit as we think together about these things. Amen. Amen. So, um, yeah, I'm George. I'm George Russell, and I'm from uh, the village of Nottingham, and um, I'm exactly the same as Jackie. I'm a debt center manager, so I'm not from head office, although I represent head office, and about four years ago, I got zapped by the Lord, and I ended up doing this. It wasn't my idea. It was his idea. And so here I am, minding my own business, and he got and zapped me, as he does. So um, where's Susie then? Is she she still here? So the theme is still. (laughs) It's what she spoke about. And it's also about uh, mental health as well. And um, we'll just uh, get straight into this. I have some overheads. There you go. And um, they're being driven from the back. So I have no control over them. That's great. I love that. So thank you very much indeed for inviting uh, CAP to be here on this CAP Sunday. There's about 500 CAP Sundays go on all across the country through the year. Most of them are in October, but it doesn't matter when they happen, but this is one of them. And uh, basically it's an opportunity to think about what is CAP up to, what are they are doing all around the country? That's number one. How we can help locally, as we've just heard, Jackie, and how you can help and support the ministry of CAP nationally. So three things. What is CAP up to? What is Jackie up to? And how you can support that ministry. (coughs) So here we go. Mental illness is a really big problem. One in four of us will suffer from it at some point in our lives. And today, on your CAP Sunday, we're going to uncover how poverty, debt... Unemployment, addiction can create a storm of mental health issues. And we're also going to celebrate how God is using CAP and the church to calm that storm and bring God's peace into thousands of people's lives. And also then you have an opportunity to get involved both with prayer and time and financially giving to CAP. So let's read from the Word, Mark chapter 4. As evening came... Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat and began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. The disciples woke him up, shouting, teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? When Jesus woke, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Silence, be still. Suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. And then he asked them, Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? The disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other. Even the wind and waves obey him. Amen. The disciples were in deep trouble. They were in the middle of a rough storm in open water. There wasn't any other storm. It was like a mega storm. Matthew apparently calls it a seismos, the Greek word for earthquake. Their fishing boat was being that their fishing boat was being wildly tossed about in the sea and enormous waves were crashing about. Water was filling up the boat, and they were trapped in a storm that looked like it would sink their boat any minute, and they were running out of time. They didn't know what to do. They were terrified. They could see no way out of this situation other than their death. You can hear the panic in their voices when they finally find Jesus and say to him, Don't you care, we're going to drown. So, this is a vivid picture of panic, anxiety. Fear and hopelessness that comes from being trapped in the storm that is poverty. Trapped in the storm of debt. Relentless wave after wave of bills and demands that you just can't pay. Living in fear of every knock at the door, every letter and every phone call. And no one will listen to you. You've tried everything, even not eating, to pay the bills. 67% of clients were missing meals before they started speaking to CAP. But it makes no difference about missing meals. The debts keep on going up. Sometimes people are trapped in the storm of unemployment. Every rejection letter adds to the feeling of worthlessness. They've tried so hard but just don't seem to be able to get anywhere with a new job. The waves of rejection keep flooding over them or trapped in a storm of addiction that we've already prayed about. Even though you know it's wrecking your life and your relationships, you keep on doing it again and again. You have no control, trapped in the current and swept along by your addiction, living with constant regret. And to give you a a flavor of the problem, 2.6 million children live with parents who drink hazardly. And one in four of all adults in this country smoke. You feel so alone. No one knows that you are out of your depth. You keep it hidden, thinking you are the only one. And your shame keeps you silent. There's no escape from the deep swirl of anxieties and worries in your mind. And you come up for air, and they keep pulling you back under. I was at a carnival in Beeston yesterday. I was doing my stand. And uh, this woman came up to me. I was doing my cap thing. And she was in this storm. Her man has left her. He wants half the house. She can't pay the mortgage. She just doesn't know what to do. And that is what is happening to these folk. Poverty and debt's most visible effects are physical. But the most damaging impact is on people's emotional and mental health. People like Kylie, whose story we're going to hear on a video in a minute. That's why 75% of CAP clients sought medical help on account of anxiety, depression, or stress. And 38% considered suicide as the only way out of the whole thing. And 11% of CAP clients have actually tried to commit suicide. It's when we feel at our lowest ebb in moments of great desperation when we're out of options when we feel there's no hope when we're looking around in panic trying to find a way out it's in those moments we feel as though God is asleep and we feel so alone and we cry out for help like they did on the boat. Don't you care that we're going to drown they said to Jesus. Every six minutes Someone in the eye of the storm is ringing CAP's helpline in Bradford. A lot of phone calls every day. They cry out for help. They're calling on help from CAP and they're calling on help from church as well. They're calling God's people to help them, which is me and you. It's in that moment that they really need us, Jesus' representatives, to step into the boat with them, speak to the wind and the waves, calm the storm, and say, Be still. He calls us to be his ambassadors and to speak for him in 2 Corinthians. He calls us to speak up for those who can't speak for themselves and to defend the poor and the needy in Proverbs 31. And he calls us, of course, to calm the storm of poverty right here in Matlock and around Matlock. He wants to use us, his people and his church, to be channels of his peace that calm the waves of anxiety and stress and depression.